Hey, today we're in 1 Peter chapter 4. We're going to start in verse 3. If you have your Bibles, open up with me to 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 3. Peter says this, For we've spent enough of our past lifetime doing the will of the Gentiles. He's talking about walking in uh, the way, the lifestyle of those who don't believe in God. And he describes it. When we walked in lewdness, lusts, drunkenness, revelries, drinking parties, and abominable idolatries. I told you he loves lists, right? And, and, you know, it's not like he's saying, hey, comprehensively, that's the way that we all lived. I mean, you know, there may be things that you add to that, that, um, you know, were part of your lifestyle before you put your trust and faith in Jesus Christ. I just love the simple exhortation. You know, it's, it's, it's like a so conversational, right? So conversational. He just simply says, we've spent enough of our past lifetime in doing the will of those who did not believe. In other words, we've we already wasted a lot of time, right? I mean, that's what he's he's talking about. He's he's saying, hey, take a look at your life and you know, consider the way your lifestyle is operating today and make sure that it's in alignment with the will of God. Because the truth is this: you've already spent enough time living in a way that was displeasing to God. You know, you've, you've already had a good portion of your life that was poured out in the pursuit of things that was not pleasing to God. And so don't spend the remainder, right? Whatever it is that you have left, don't spend the remainder on uh, living in a way where you're fulfilling those ungodly desires that identified you at one point as an unbelieving individual. You know, there's a couple of things here. Number one is this, be a good steward of your time. You know, God has given you, if you've put your trust and faith in Christ, the Bible says you've been taken out of the kingdom of darkness and you've been placed in the kingdom uh, of the Son who is the object of the Father's love. What a beautiful thing that is. You're part of the family of God. And so now what did God do in your life? He gave you a new start, a new beginning. You know, you've got a second chance in a way. You know what I'm saying when I say that. And so... As he's given you this new beginning, make sure that you don't waste a single moment of it on any type of behavior that would be identified with your past life, your BC life, your before Christ life. Make sure that you're making good use of your time. The second thing is this, don't look back on that past life in a longing way, right? I mean, he really does provide the framework through which we should appropriately view our lives before we were walking with Jesus. And it's not favorable, right? I mean, we don't look at our past with rose-colored lenses. We don't look at our previous life like the Israelites did when they were taken out of Egypt and they were on that journey to the promised land and they started looking back in a in a way where they were pining for or wanting, you know, this, this rose-colored uh, view of their life of slavery wasn't even, you know, seeing things the right way. Don't be like Lot's wife, you know, as she was being graciously taken by God out of Sodom and Gomorrah. The Bible says she looked back. And in fact, Jesus gave that warning. Don't, he says this, he says, remember Lot's wife. Remember what happened when she looked back to Sodom and Gomorrah, a representation of the ungodly life, the sinful life, the life that's oriented around the fulfillment of the desires of the flesh. Remember what happened to her as she looked back in a way where she was longing. The second thing we learned from this is it, it just puts you know, our past in the right framework. Uh, the third thing is this, it's 
you know, it's not bad to look backwards, right? You've got to, when you drive, you have a, a rear view mirror and it's there for a reason. You need to see what is behind you. But of course, you never focus on what's in your rear view mirror because if you do, you're going to run into somebody. You know, you're, you're looking forward, but from time to time, you're glancing to the past, to what's behind you. And I think that from time to time, it's okay for us to look back and to remember where it is that God has brought us from, to see it the right way. Hey, my life was a life that was filled with sin, but I did, I did a 180. I repented. I put my trust and faith in God. And I just want to praise God for the work that He's done in my life because I look at who I was before faith in Christ and I see who I am now. And that could only happen by the grace of God. And so... There is an appropriate way to look backwards, and it is to give God praise for what he's done or to build a bridge to the gospel, right? When we're ministering to people, it's not as if we can't understand where they're coming from as a, a non-Christian. We can say, hey, listen, let me tell you what God did in my life. I was so lost. I was so disconnected from God. I was so living according to my own desires. And there was so much chaos and dysfunction and burden and shame and guilt because of it. But let me tell you what he did. You know, he pulled me out of that and he transformed me and filled me with his love and grace and gave me purpose and a divine destiny. And just as God did that transformation of my life, he can do it in your life too. Just a good encouragement today, you know, to remember the good things that God has done in our life, to remember, remember where he's pulled us out of, to not look back hoping that we can have what we used to have before we put our trust and faith in Christ and to use our time in a way that honors him. Lord, help us to do that today in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a blessed day.